Okay, so we're actually moving towards the ending of our uh, winter retreat period. Um, and this uh, l last week has been uh, a gr uh, group practice, a uh, nice way to uh, wrap up the retreat. There's still you know, several more days left, a few more. And, you know, I think it's helpful to use these, um, especially for the resident community, these uh, last days, uh, to be uh, reflecting on the, uh, on the practice, on the essence of the practice. And, uh, um, what's actually useful, what's necessary, what's been helpful, what hasn't been, um, and to to be able to clarify the practice for so that uh, so going forward, what can we be carrying with us? Um, and, and of course, the, you know, I think one of the essential aspects of, of, of Buddhist practice is always the cultivation of, of mindfulness, cultivation of awareness and this clear knowing uh, it's it's a uh, it's kind of the bedrock of uh, of the practice and it's kind of a hallmark of 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 what um, say our practice is is all about um, just really trying to uh, and everything is in the, is really in the service of of trying to create a uh, a clarity and a continuity of of uh, awareness and and uh, and and clear knowing. The uh, there's a great sutta in the. Uh, middle-length discourses of, uh, and of course I've, I've mentioned it many times over the years, uh, but it, it, to me it, all, it, it bears um, repetition um, because it does, uh, again, this sort of this uh, essence, this clarity, um, uh, what's essential. Um, the sutta begins with with Ananda um, and uh, a group of monks gathering, and and uh, uh, Ananda um, recounting to the to the uh, to the assembled 
monks, the uh, uh, things that were um, that he had experienced and heard from the Buddha himself that were wonderful and marvelous. The name of the sutta is wonderful and marvelous. Um, Majima 123, if anybody wants to go and read it. Um, but uh, the, uh, uh, and of course, uh, there's lots of things that were wonderful and marvelous in the Buddhist life. And, and uh, uh, Ananda is recounting from right from uh, his uh, uh, time of, of being uh, uh, in the uh, uh, um, say the, the his mother having uh, these uh, visions and dream uh, uh, of. Uh, of the uh, this white elephant coming and touching her, her side, and she becoming pregnant, and this, and that was her her sort of image, her nimitta of her, her pregnancy, and it was sort of this wonderful and marvelous, uh, kind of vision that she had, and uh, and of course, and then the. Uh, The Buddha being um, in her womb, and and uh, uh, um, she not experiencing any pain or difficulty, uh, uh, and his birth, and was all sorts of things. Um, his birth, which was um, having, uh, um, she. Again, experiencing no pain or difficulty, uh, and the uh, uh, devas coming, receiving the uh, the Buddha, and having kind of warm and cold water to wash the the newborn baby. Just wonderful and marvelous qualities, and the, the Buddha taking seven steps. Uh, so it's all wonderful and marvelous. And then at some point shortly after that, then the, uh, the Buddha actually walks into the assembly and asks uh, what, they're, what they're talking about. And, and uh, of course, Ananda recounts it word for word. And... Uh, all the things that were wonderful and marvelous in from the Buddha's life, and that he had heard it directly from him. And the Buddha doesn't uh, uh, refute him. In fact, he he says yes, uh, it was sort of yeah, that was that was the way it was. But remember um, this also as something that is wonderful and marvelous. Um, and, and of course, you know, I can't imagine people sitting there and they've had these uh, tremendous tales and uh, miraculous events being recounted to them. And now the, the Buddha himself is going to tell them what's really wonderful and marvelous. 
and but and he does, and, but it's probably not what they were expecting because what the Buddha says, what's wonderful and marvelous, is that uh, you know, the Buddha knows uh, uh, when a feeling arises, he knows clearly. When a feeling is established in his mind, he knows that clearly. When a feeling passes away, he knows that. When there's a perception, he, he knows, uh, and mindfully aware of the perception arising, establishing itself, and passing away. When there's a thought knows of it it knows it's arising, knows it's establishing, knows it's passing away. Remember this as something that is wonderful and marvelous. And and that is you know, again, the, to me the, the say the the essence of the of the Buddha's teaching is this clear knowing and and the fact that as human beings, we can actually know that. Uh, we can be aware of our feelings, our perceptions, our thoughts, and, and, and understand them. We can reflect on them. Uh, we can bring them to mind and understand their, their nature. Uh, because you know, say our difficulties and problems and and uh, uh, you know, kind of the uh, uh, pain and confusion of our lives uh, is not from say dreams or. Ma uh, 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 extraordinary events outside. Um, it's the internal um, movement of our mind that creates all the problems and difficulties. And when it's when that's known, understood, seen clearly, able to not be clung to and held to, uh, attached to. Um, and deluded by that is where our 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 our, our freedom, our happiness, our well-being uh, that is where it 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 arises. It doesn't really arise anywhere else. It's not it's not bestowed on us. It's not it doesn't magically appear. Without that. Clear knowledge and vision, understanding of our uh, our our moods, our feelings, our our perceptions, uh, our views, our opinions. Um, we're 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 lost, uh, and, uh, and and we don't need to be. Uh, so that that the. Uh, uh, being able to remind ourselves what, because some you know so much of of our 
quote-unquote practice can be, you know, so much struggle trying to, trying to get rid of of thoughts or feelings or or, uh, or get rid of events around us or get get rid of uh, circumstances and people if only I didn't have to be around so and so and that can be that can be even more highlighted in in a period of retreat time in a monastery, I remember one of the monks, uh, when I was a young monk, him saying, I said, just as a, said, it's, it's like just when you're convinced that 70% of, at least 70% of all the suffering in the world is because of the person sitting next to you in the line. That's <laughs> And it's very convincing because <laughs> that's what it feels like. Um, but again, that's a feeling, it's a perception, it's a thought. Uh, and when it's the ability uh, 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 of, of the human mind to know itself uh, is something that we, uh, we overlook or look past um, or neglect to see through it. Uh, that's the, sort of like the term vipassana. Uh, I mean, it usually has I mean, insight, but it also, like seeing through, seeing through, seeing through things, not being caught up in its superficial presentation. Uh, and being able to see through to the nature of, 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 of our experience. So that, that we have this opportunity to, 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 to see through things. And of course it takes, uh, um, takes some patience and, and uh, persistence and, uh, and effort. Um, but to not forget or lose sight of uh, the directness and simplicity of, 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 of this, this fundamental importance of, of, of clear seeing, clear knowing, mindfulness, uh, uh, clear awareness. And that, that uh, and there's always going to be, say, obstacles or difficulties or problems. That's just in the nature of of, uh, of existence. Um, but it's also, you know, how we hold them. It's like that in the Ajahn uh, Chah uh, and the would certainly use the image in the Thai forest tradition. That's like the, the the image of a um, like this this having a a, a sharp blade or uh, is the way that one gets a sharp blade to cut things 
easily is by uh, its contact with a stone. And you think normally you think, oh, you're using a knife to a knife or an axe or a, a blade of some sort to you, know, you you hack away at a stone. It's just going to ruin it. But it's like bringing uh, a blade to to honing the the sharpness of the edge using that using a stone using a sharpening stone. It's using it properly. Uh, so that being able to turn something that would normally uh, or logically think, well, a stone can't be good for this, but it's a t using it rightly, using it properly, and it, you get a. That's how you get a really sharp, a sharp edge on a on a blade, so that it can be useful, can be beneficial, and can be uh, say. Uh, say be for the long-lasting benefit of that of that blade. So, in the same way, our our uh, uh, say the different difficulties and obstacles, um, you know, it, it creates difficulty and and pain and grief and uh, confusion when we're not applying our attention correctly. So it's like, you know, rather than sort of um, being frustrated and, and upset by whatever difficulty we're having, it's sort of, it's, it's, it should be a challenge to sort of, how do I turn this and use it so that it's a, uh, it, it's a means of sharpening my wisdom uh, rather than just being some frustrating difficulty that I resent or, or feel overwhelmed by. And, and that, you know, without mindfulness and without a clarity of attention, then it's, 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 it's really difficult to, to do. But you realize we have to learn how to do that. Um, because that's uh, you're just sort of waiting for uh, everything to to be per conditions to be perfect or my mind to be perfect. Um, uh, that's that's a, that's a very long wait. Uh, one has to. Uh, it's that using the circumstances so that one is learning. And that's that's what the uh, say the Buddha's path, the Buddha himself calls this a uh, um, his path, a path of of training, uh, sikha, so training or education. Uh, this is training. Learning is in the doing. Uh, so that uh, being being willing to, to 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 learn from our experience and to learn so that we really do sharpen that blade of wisdom, uh, so that because uh, otherwise we, we we get entangled in our our likes, our dislikes, our our preferences, our views and opinions. Um, 
it's really it's so sticky. That sense of you know the sense of self, the sense of me is just so sticky, and it takes a takes a and it doesn't take that much effort to to if one has the right tool to to cut that to peel it back. And so it's learning how to do that, learning how to shift that attention from being the, you know, oh, oh woe is me, why is it like this? Yeah. Me, the poor victim of circumstance, and to one who is, is skillfully applying attention and understanding in the proper way. So that, 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 that cultivation and development of the path, and that's an ongoing thing. It's not just in retreat. In retreat is a great time to to sharpen attention, but it's uh, one has to learn how to carry that 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 with us. And so that when one is in retreat, one's not getting distracted, and and outside of retreat, one is able to maintain one's attention and focus. Um, and, and and attention and focus is it's another another aspect of. Say of the meditation, um, like the uh, um, I, I really like the, the the way that Ajahn Jayasaro translated in the in the book Stillness Flowing his translation for samadhi or for. Uh, concentration, uh, meditative um, stillness uh, is is the most common translation they use was lucid calm, uh, which is is a is a great description. Um, in that our our continuity of awareness and mindfulness brings about a sense of calm and steadiness as but that's coupled with lucidity of mind so it's clear uh, it's not clouded it's not scattered it's not um, kind of agitated uh, there's a lucid calm so that directing our attention so that there is a uh, yeah a, 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 a lucid calm being being cultivated and developed and and uh, given attention to given importance to the there's uh, one sometimes we you know we 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 put a lot of effort into trying to trying to focus the mind trying to concentrate the mind trying to just shut it up and keep it still. Um, but the uh, 
um, you know, who usually just that usually adds to the agitation. And one of the one of the images that Ajahn Chah used for for uh, like in uh, the the word for uh, one pointedness of mind, ekagata. Um, uh, one po- one pointed or or uh, say kind of this focused attention. Um, the image that Ajahn Chai used is like a bowl, and because it's a, it's like. And within that bowl, and you've got fruit, and so that, because in 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 the uh, in in the descriptions of of say of samadhi or of lucid calm, and the Buddha says, as we develop our mindfulness and develop our our attention, uh, and the mind starts to come together into ekagata, um, focused aware, focused attention, that there, there are different constituents, and it's a, that, that directed thought, evaluation, joy, happiness, um, and ekagata. And so it's, it isn't as if that, um, that one-pointedness of mind or focused attention precludes other constituents. Um, it holds them so that they have a place. And so so Lumpan Chah's image of the you know, having a, a bowl with with the fruit inside and you can it's it's not going anywhere um, but the uh, but you can you can see and you can recognize you've got the again as a function of mindfulness is is able to uh, able to discern different constituents of our experience and to recognize the the turning of the mind or lifting up of attention the directing of attention the, the evaluating and reflecting on the uh, the quality of that experience, on the benefit or the drawback of that experience, uh, the usefulness of it, how to uh, either sustain it or how to relinquish it, how to let go. Um, and, the, uh, and, and to experience the kind of, you know, as the mind does incline more to its lucid calm, it's clear settling. Um, there's an exhilaration that's part of that. And it, it's that bitti is, 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 is very much a, um, you know, it's a common experience. Uh, it's not that exalted or that difficult, but it's just, there's this, and so sometimes I like the word exhilaration. Um, and uh, a sense of 
happiness, settlements, clarity, uh, well-being. So this, this, uh, and again, that cultivation of the meditation, the cultivation of samadhi, uh, is not just for the times of retreat. It's something that it's part of our of our life. Uh, learning how to learning how to bring attention to our our experience, bringing attention to the breath, bringing attention to the movement of mind, learning how to direct attention so that because sometimes the uh, you know of course the mind is uh, the, the function of the mind is to uh, is to discern is to separate it's to separate things out to get a commentary going but just to bring mindfulness to that bring awareness and bring that into focus and usually as you know, usually what happens so when we bring a, attention to a particular movement of mind uh, a particular mood it it starts to re- resolve itself into oh this is really uncertain this is really unstable this is really changing. Uh, this is shifting, and uh, so then that 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 uh, uh, experience of of the impermanent, and unsatisfactory, not self nature of of the particular mood or thought or feeling. Um, that's there, just starts to dissolve, starts to crum, crumble, and it crumbles into, into stillness, into silence. Of course, that you know, oftentimes we we we're not patient enough to let it dissolve into its stillness, but it's natural tendency is to go to that that cessation that ending that moving to stillness and 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 clarity and then it returns to to the the the, 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 the nature of mindfulness and awareness so it's, it's just recognizing that these are natural qualities of the heart they're natural qualities of the mind and to to um, see it, experience it, to feel it, to get a a, a, a sense of of confidence and and encouragement of of this this, this fundamental nature uh, of of the mind. Um, and, and so that there's this this juxtaposition between just a, um, say a, a stillness uh, that we return to and a directing of 
attention so that we're not just cluttering the mind or or, uh, agitating the mind. And sort of seeing how that, how it fits together. and that is that's training. That is is uh, that is the that is the practice. So anyway, those are a few words this evening for encouragement as we move toward the end of this retreat. I'll offer it for reflection.